think you know any football 11 men doing their job quarterback is the focal point and you know it's the greatest position in all sport in my opinion because all the things you have to do and we're going to do what Ben wants to do and how Ben wants to do it. Our job is putting every player in position to make plays. So there are changes with um, terminology, how we're calling things, you know, which has been an adjustment for Ben. And he's been great and, and, and really learning it, doing really well with it. And I think he, you know, has, has adapted, you know, easily. It's like we all know that he would. But, you know, you know, the answer to your question, that is our job. Matchups are how you win football games. Ben starts with the quarterback. What does he do well? What does he like? What does he see? Well, you know, what is good to his eye in the passing game? And then we build off that. And that's what we're going to do. And, and you know, he'll certainly, you know, is and you know, his his voice, his vision, what he sees will be what we do. So remember how yesterday's show predicted, boldly, I might add, that it would not be a player who would star at the Steelers minicamp, but it would instead be a coach. Well, guess what? Matt Canada stole all the headlines, as it turned out. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. I was over at minicamp, covering it from five rows back in the yellow seats. These are odd times. It's odd to have minicamp at the team's main stadium. It's odd to say, hey, you can spread out from the press box. So I did. Went right down by where the defensive linemen were doing a lot of drills. Not going to lie, it was a good time. Uh, it, it was fun to be... You know, that close to the football team, it was fun to not just to see them up close, but to also hear them. And one of the things that's happened in this pandemic and the the Zoom environment and everything else is that everyone seems so far away. They look far away. They sound far away. It was nice to be just, you know, right there, the way things have always been in covering this football team. That said, nothing seemed to catch the attention of the nation as a whole quite like what Canada had to say much earlier in the morning when asked about installing a new offense. We've had a good installation plan that we've, you know, obviously we've got to know where we're going and what we're doing. So we've taken it as at whatever pace we could handle and, and put in as much as we could by day and by week. Uh, I think the players have handled it very, very well. Certainly been very receptive to it. And again, it's not, we're not making drastic changes, obviously terminology and, and, and the ways we want to call things, but obviously it's football's football, and, but the guys have been great. and certainly been, and we feel like we've had a very great, you know, great work environment. We made a lot of progress. Now that was taken from what I could gather by a lot of people to mean that Canada's just going to bend down to one knee and listen to everything that Ben Roethlisberger has to say and that he's going to maintain everything that was already in place with the Randy Feetner offense. And of course, 
nothing, nothing, nothing could be further from the truth. All you have to do is listen to all of the individual players, including Ben himself, talk about the significant differences in this offense, the complete differences in some of the terminology related to this offense, to know that no one's bluffing anyone here. This is a new offense. It's got new looks. It's got new pre-snap. It's got new routes. It's got new everything. It's even got a new running back. How could it possibly be the same scheme? Look, when you're installing an offense with the principal aim of boosting a running game that ranked 32nd out of 32 teams a year ago, and when that objective is put forth by the owner of the franchise, it's going to be a new offense. It's going to be a new offense. No one wants to see that offense again from last year, and neither does Canada. So what would the other issue be? The other issue would be that he's kowtowing to Ben. Well, I mean, do you want him to come in and butt heads with him? Do you want him to come in and say, you know what, I don't really care what Ben thinks. I'm setting up this offense so that someday it'll work no matter who's the quarterback, and I've gotten equal input on this from Mason Rudolph and even some uh, nuggets of wisdom tossed in from Josh Dobbs and Dwayne Haskins. I'm really looking for an offense that's just me, me, me. I want this whole football team, every time we take a snap, to be about me, me, me. Of course he's not going to do that. Of course he isn't. But a lot of the reaction was very negative. And I dare say predictably so. There's a perception, and I do believe that it's more perception than it is reality. There's a degree of truth to it, that the Steelers will just do anything and everything that Ben wants in every circumstance. It's just not true. It's demonstrably, provably not true. If it was true, Bruce Arians never would have left Pittsburgh. How about that? If it's true, Ben would have gotten everything that he wanted every single step of the way. Is he still getting a lot of what he wants? Sure. I'll bet, and this would just be a bet, that Ben wanted Juju Smith-Schuster back a whole lot more than the Steelers brass did. Not to say that they didn't want him or wouldn't want him. I'm referring to salary cap priorities here. But he got him. And as a 39-year-old future Hall of Famer, as a franchise quarterback for the past decade and a half, who, by the way, was coming off of a pretty encouraging start first half I'd say to his 2020 season and showed that he still got it in certain ways he still needs to improve on a lot of that he does have some rights that others don't 
And to stress this part, to really stress this part, what you want to see more than anything this time of year, and I kind of made the same point yesterday, is assimilation, is buy-in. Well, who's more important on that offense in this specific regard than the starting quarterback? You absolutely, not just want, but you need to have him on board, not in a forcible way, but in a very much voluntary way. And to see Ben partaking in this minicamp, not that it's voluntary, but with the enthusiasm and energy that he's shown. And then to see him show up for almost all of the OTAs, you get the idea that, yeah, he's, he's kind of into this. And that kind of matters. It really does. When we come back, just one question. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Time for just one question. And that's always brought to you on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Our question comes from Eric, who asks... DK, do you expect Dwayne Haskins to turn any heads at all? Yeah, I do. I, I think in his own way. I think there's a an easy, maybe even a lazy, dismissive answer to be offered about anyone who's either third or fourth on the quarterback depth chart. I believe he's fourth. But when you see some of what it is that he does and some of what it is that he's been doing through these off-season workouts, you see the talent. You see the talent. Uh, you know, I saw it yesterday myself on, on, on more than one occasion. You know, he does things, particularly in the area of throwing the football, that, well, to use your term, it... it Turns your head. What's all missing from his game? What's all needed? What all went into his either being built up falsely and or flopping in Washington? I'll leave that to the Steelers' evaluators and instructors. But one thing that I keep thinking about Haskins when I see him is the word opportunity. It just, not every player gets this. 
Not every player gets this chance. Not every player gets a second chance, even when they're younger, the way Haskins is. And he's got an opportunity. Mike Tomlin really likes him. That's not him blowing smoke. He liked him in college. He likes him now. He's out there with a chance to take snaps in an NFL environment and to throw to NFL wide receivers and to read, recognize, and react to NFL play calls. Of course, it's not the same as going out there every Sunday as he was doing for Washington, but it's it's not having the door slammed in your face either. If he performs, and practices do count in the eyes of coaches, instructors, and other evaluators, uh, they're watched. They're watched very closely. They're recorded. Uh, I can tell you that sitting all around me at Heinz Field yesterday were people I don't recognize. And that usually means, since they're wearing these little Steelers insignias on their shirts, that these are their scouts. These are people that they usually have around and about the country looking at college players and so forth in advance of the draft. But all hands are on deck for an atmosphere like a minicamp when you've got 89 players to evaluate a short amount of time to see them live with human eyes. They were everywhere. They're watching everything. Do you think, Eric, if he were to make great pass after great pass after great pass, back shoulder, deep downfield, scrambling out of the pocket, doing everything that was expected of him by Washington, do you think that he wouldn't move up the depth chart? Do you think that he wouldn't merit real consideration when he's right here under their roof? The opportunity is there. Dwayne Haskins is the one that has to take advantage of it. If you're asking me if I think he's going to make it or whatever, I, I don't know. I, I hate to I hate to bury someone when they're this young, this inexperienced, and haven't had much of a chance. Let's see. Let's see. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Day two of minicamp is today.